to wake up in Cork. Red FM Breakfast with KC. Gerald Farley, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Cork, boy. It's lovely to be here. You have a don't to a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely, I've had a great time in Cork so far. Yeah, I've been well, here for like about 15 hours. Sure, sure, you're part of the furniture now. You were in a tent last summer with 5,000 hammered Cork women. <laughs> Uh, yourself and Joanne McNally, you were Joanne's excellent warm-up act. Uh, how was that for you? Because doing comedy in a small room with maybe 100 people in front of you or 50 people in front of you, you know, you can manage expectations. You know what's yeah. going on. A tent, a circus tent with 5,000 people in it is a different affair. Is it, it, is. Is it a harder performance? Uh, I mean, at this point, I'm very well used to Joanne McNally's audiences and they yeah. are... I mean, they are different to any audience. Like, I'm doing comedy 12, no, more, 14 years, I think, and yeah. I have never encountered anything like those roomfuls of women that are just up for, like, they are honest. But like, it's, a, it's, it's, a a hu- it's a huge night out for them. and they've been, oh, That's brilliant. They're planning it for months. Yeah, they're, but yeah. they're the best because yeah. I've, like, the comedy that I've done for years, I like, I did lots of supports for Neil Delamere and, and people like that, and, and it's lads... Sitting there, glaring yeah. at you. Come on, make then. us laugh. Come on, make us laugh then. <laughs> Whereas this is the girls; they're out for the night, and they're like, "We are up for a good time." Yeah. I, they're the the most fun gigs I've ever done. Like the audience, they've been just, oh my god, they're brilliant. Because as well as your career, which has been going stratospheric, um, Joanne over the last couple of years, what she's done is it's mind-boggling the numbers and the gigs. It's phenomenal. Like yeah. I mean, when we were during the pandemic, like I've been friends with Joanne for years, and uh, I. Like, we used to have these Zoom chats, mm-hmm. uh, myself and Joanne, where she was in her attic in her man's and I was at home in my spare room. And we were talking about, like, well, like what's going to become a comedy? And I, I thought, well, I'm out. Like, I, I think I'm done. I've had my day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I, ha- I... I didn't have any interest in going forward with it. I thought, you know, like, we're all striving to, like, do Vicar Streets or do, you know, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. And I was like, maybe it won't happen. Maybe you're maybe you're just wasting your time. Like, um, And Joanne then just said to me, oh, we'll just do my tour as like a one last hurrah. Okay. And I was like, you must be joking. The last thing I need <laughs> is to be going around the country with you. No, you're grand. Uh, and she just ha- kept at me for months. Yeah. Uh, and then I eventually agreed to it. And then it, it turns out, like, I mean, it was, it was absolutely life-changing. But it, but it's been life-changing for every comedian in the country. Of course. Because there's now, like in Dublin alone, there's now like 70,000 people that I don't think went to comedy for before. I think Joanne McNally has brought this massive new audience into comedy. So she has changed the game. She has changed the game. And I tell her that often. I was like, incredible. You know, you're, you're kind of like the mammy of Irish comedy now. Yeah. Because she, she did a gig in Cork in the in a place called the Wonky Donkey, which is the Wonky Donkey yes, Comedy Club. The Wonky Donkey. I, oh, was, uh, I was forced into doing uh, a warm-up set. Like it was, it was basically my uh, my buddy Ross, um, who I was working with at the time, was was running the club. Okay, he said I want you to do just do twenty minutes, and like and it's it's something that you either do or die, and mostly die. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. It, that's that's it, pretty mean now. I mean, I think a tie five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would have been kind. That would have been. Easy. <laughs> yeah. So I I just went up and told loads of stupid stories to people who told me, and that that worked. It was fine. It was it was horrible. But Joanne was on as okay, the yeah, as the yeah. main act. Yeah. And she was sitting down the back. This is just before COVID, just before things went crazy for her. Okay. And I, I could see her pacing over and back going through her routines and she had a lot of notes written in her hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we all that's, do. That's, that, that's Absolutely. the skill of it. And she went up there and she just, she destroyed the place. She was, like, the way she interacts with people, it was, was absolutely amazing. Um, 
like when you're in comedy and you're you're learning from people. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a huge thing for comedians. You have influences that will stretch back maybe decades. Who's yours? Oh God, I don't really have them. Do I, you I not don't, really? And I'll tell you why I don't have them. It's because whenever I watch other comedians who are really good, yeah. it actually makes me a bit scared because I'm kind of like, what are you doing, girl? Okay. Like, <laughs> how are you going to follow this? What, like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and now, I, I have friends who are comedians. Yeah. Like, Eleanor Tiernan, Chris Kent is one of my best mates. Chris um, is such a, such a brilliant comedian. Oh, he's just, Chris is the yeah. best. Yeah. I have been friends with Chris for, oh, since we both were ignored left, right and centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just the best. But uh, I don't really gig with my friends that much, you know? Yeah. So it's only when you're on a lineup or something and you're going, oh God, I really have to, you know... Get your shit together here. Yeah, yeah, get my yeah. shit together. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so yeah, I, I, I tend not to watch it okay. that much because I just think, because as soon as I watch it, I think, oh yeah, they've written about this or so maybe I should do stuff about that or maybe... So I just, I just think the less I see of comedy, the yeah. better. Yeah. And actually, the more I enjoy it. Then. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean... As regards comedians that are absolutely brilliant, like, I mean, I love watching people like, um, I love watching people that are a bit mad. Okay. You know, like Paul Foote. Okay, um, yeah. Who else? Oh my God. Yeah, or like sketch comedy or just people that are doing absolutely bonkers stuff. Like you see it at the Edinburgh Festival, you know, like mm-hmm. you're going, you know, somebody dressed up as a budgie, <laughs> you know, just the whole thing from occasion. You're like, really? That won the award, did it? <laughs> oh, brilliant. That's great. Yeah, that's something to strive for. <laughs> um, what is your style on stage? Would you describe it for anyone that hasn't seen it? Is it is it outgoing, eccentrically flamboyant? Is it what, what is it? I don't it? know. You see, somebody said to me, it was actually Eleanor Tiernan said to me years ago, um, that whenever I used to do a gig, if I was annoyed about something beforehand, like if I was giving out yards in the dressing room to yeah. like to her or to, or to one of my friends, I'd go on and I'd have this ripper of a gig, and she's like, "Girl, you are at your funniest when you're absolutely outraged by something." Yeah. So I think that my comedy it's probably I'm probably a little bit mean. I'm probably a little bit. Um, I do love giving out, I, and I sometimes forget it's a gig. I yeah. sometimes just think we're having this conversation. She's just having a bitching <laughs> session. On stage. Yeah, which is yeah. not great, yeah. really. Like you know, well, what do you what, um, rage, what could you get outraged about? What what upsets you? I get outraged about absolutely everything, but it's always the small things. Like what? Do you know what I mean? Like. Um, Oh God, let me think. What am I talking about in this show? Like relationships at the moment. Okay. Like uh, festivals is something that I, I can't bear. Like my uh, my boyfriend loves a festival. You know, like music festivals, electric picnic all together now. And you can't hack them. Oh God, I can't. Are you one of those them. that freaks out if there's no toilet roll and but you have to queue for the I, old dirty Camping tracks. for me is a premier in. Oh no, camping's like, a no-no. Yeah, Get a three-star it. hotel. Minimum. That I consider that camping. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm... Like if I'm in a hotel where the television at the isn't at the end of the bed, I consider I'm roughing it, right? <laughs> I don't need I don't need to be camping in a filthy field yeah. with loads of filthy people Sheep watching bands I've never heard of. Yeah. Like the first time me and my boyfriend, we, we, the year we got together, we uh, I was doing an electric picnic. And he was like, I love electric picnic. I was like, Well, come, yeah, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm, you know, I'll make your life better. Stick with me, baby. Uh, I almost murdered him when we were putting up the tent. Like, I genuinely <laughs> thought that this is it's over. I can't, I can't deal with this. This can't be my life. Yeah. And um, we went to the food truck. Then about a half an hour later, because he's a scientist, he's very prepared. Like when he does a festival, he's analytical about everything. He, yeah, yeah. Very analytical. Yeah, like yeah. He's everything in his Ziploc bags. Yeah. You know, like always his wet wipes at festivals. Like he's just very prepared. And we went up and we were ordering chips and we got cokes. And it was you know the way they like they take the bottle bottle top off the coke. Yeah. So yeah, they handed us cokes, took the bottle cups, and I was like, I can't even have a bottle top. And we were walking away, and he just took two bottle tops out of his bag. And put them back on. And gave one to me. And I was just like, what? 
Where I've, did you find this fella? I've never been so aroused in my life. I was like, put your <laughs> chips down. We're going straight back to the tent. <laughs> I swear. I was like, that's it. We've been together ever since. That's yeah. it. Sealed the deal. <laughs> so, so Bottle Tops did the deal. Yeah, it's completely. Incredible. It's incredible. In- completely. <laughs> I love that. How how crazy was the, uh, and I know it's, it hasn't concluded fully yet. The, the, the nights with Joanne doing the Prosecco Express. There's got to be some wild stories about those nights. Yeah, like the great thing about that show was our tour, it was the first, for a lot of venues, it was the first show when things opened back up after lockdown. Yeah. So all these venues all around the country had this, like particularly in the January that year, had this massive baptism of fire because it was like, for example, Sligo, it was their first night back. The, the Sligo women came from the hills. They <laughs> drank the bar dry. <laughs> there literally wasn't, there wasn't wine, there was literally nothing, nothing. left in the bar. Yeah. There was a 40 minute interval. It was absolutely, like they were just like, I don't know how we're going to cope. I don't, we have to play the show. We have to, it was just, it was so funny. So we were then, our agent was like, okay, we need to tell the other venues, you need to be prepared, you need to like stock up on the wine, stock up on the booze. So they told Westport, which is where we were the next night. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, oh yeah, we've got an extra bottle of wine, or we've got an extra uh, box, like an extra crate of wine. And we were like, ah, you're not at the race. You need here. a cash and carry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, need to, you need to send JCB uh, somewhere. <laughs> but like, at, it was so funny because at the interval, we looked out the window of the theatre at Westport and the bar had been drank dry and all these women were walking across to the Super Value across the road to buy bottles of wine and bring it back. Like, it was just, yeah. it was brilliant. Like, I mean, it was something like, the tour was a phenomenon for, for Joanne. Like, it's one of the biggest tours the country's ever seen mm. and it happened after a time when nothing happened. Yeah. Like, like we've been literally People were gagging for yeah, yeah. for three, two years. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll ever happen like that again for anyone. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we had a ball. And it was so haphazard as well because the more things opened up, the more she was blowing up and then all of a sudden there was massive demands in the UK. So, but because we'd committed to a tour here, there was, they were plugging in dates left, right and centre. So we would be, you know, we'd be in Cork on a Sunday night and then we'd be, you know, in London on the Monday night and then we'd be in Glasgow the next night. And like there were nights where we would do a night in Cork, a night in Belfast and then back to Cork. Like it was just wow. it was bananas. And I was driving a van, which I had no business driving. <laughs> really? like, I used to dro- like I drove a Mini Cooper when I was driving that van. Right. Like, there's the big difference between a Transit and a Mini Cooper. You could put loads of Minis into a Transit. Like, I mean, yeah. Uh, and, and like the, the, the Everyman on McCurtain Street. Yeah. Like the stage door is on a main road. Yeah. So I used to have to pull up hop out of the van and then one of the lads from the everyone would get in and park because <laughs> like our agent was she was advancing the theatres and going Nicker Road is driving a van but he can't drive a van so there needs to be somebody there to park the van and everyone was laughing going oh that's hilarious and she's like no no seriously you need you need to park yeah. somebody needs to park that van what, what do you need a big van for I mean it's just you're, we had you're a community set. Something. oh you had the whole yeah we had a set okay. the whole kit and caboodle All was right. like travelling around with us it was just I mean, if somebody was to tell you before it started, this is what you'd be doing. But yeah. it just sounds, happened. It sounds like the adventure of a lifetime. Uh, it really was. Yeah, it yeah. was brilliant. Like, yeah. we had we had a ball. Yeah. It was great. And here we are back in Cork, and it's time for you to be the main attraction in The Everyman. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I did an Everyman there in January. And it was really weird because I didn't realise I was doing it in the middle of the panto yeah, season. Okay. So I arrived down at The Everyman, and I was like, why? Why? Why am I doing this in an Enchanted Forest? Who's, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's playing all of these instruments? What's, what's going on? <laughs> But, uh, and it was just, it was the best crack. The, like, Cork was actually my first big gig uh, of this tour. It was, I'd never done a, a gig that size and it was just, yeah, it was so amazing. So, yeah, there was demand there. So we're like, yeah, we'll do a second night. Brilliant. Give us dates. 20th of October. 
Brilliant. Just, uh, heading in, just in before the, the jazz. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, getting in before the jazz. Yeah. Part, you know, I'm quite cultural. Yeah, 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 yeah. Will you be doing any jazz to warm us up? No, I won't actually. Blowing no. any trumpets or anything? <laughs> no, it'll be just straight blah, blah, blah okay. for me. Yeah. I, right. I can't wait, like, because Cork audiences are brilliant because they, like, the thing about a Cork audience is, and that's why I'm down at the moment doing new material shows. Just testing Chris the water, Kent, yeah. Just for the next show. And, yeah. uh, like, Cork audiences, they don't, you can't really they don't give any leeway like yeah. it's good or it's good or it's not yeah. like you know you know they'll go that was funny that was funny Could have been that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so um, ah yeah they're great I, lo- I, I do love and the, the women that came to Joanne like because I think we did I think we did like 12 nights in the Everyman or something it's ridiculous. with Joanne's tour and it ridiculous. was they were on fire yeah how's yeah. your liver Grand <laughs> I think at one point It was waving a white flag <laughs> But like Oh my god But yeah we had a ball Happy great days time. Go and see this man He's absolutely outstanding live Get your tickets from the Everyman It's going to be great To have you back in Cork And uh, you know it's, it's, It is one kind of a place Where if they like you They let you know But they exactly. like you down here You know <laughs> Thanks for popping into us Thank you so much Wake up to Red FM Breakfast